0: I'm here to be an all-time great. great now rocking with the best. Purple yellow
1: purple yellow, purple yellow,
0: purple yellow. The Lakers repeat back-to-back play. Welcome to the Big Baby Jonathan Sports Podcast. Oh, he's smoking hot. The latest Laker
1: news. Another great Showtime feed. The greatest Laker show. This is going to be legendary for a long time. This is is the big baby jonathan sports podcast lakers all day go lakers
0: what's good everybody it's your boy big baby jonathan here welcome to another episode of big baby sports i got a very special guest the guy from Fox Sports Radio, man. Thank you for taking the time out of your busy schedule, man. Come on, anytime, big baby. Yeah, uh, we're gonna get into it, man. Uh, what inspired you to become a sports analyst, man? What particular person that you watched growing up was like? I want to be just like him, or inspired you? You know, so I grew up in
1: Orange County, mm-hmm. and um, I was a sports junkie. My dad was a New Yorker. He's a basketball coach by trade, and um, I would say. There's a lot of people, you know, I used to do a, uh, there's a video somewhere I got to find mm-hmm. that when I was like in fifth grade for a presentation, mm-hmm. I, um, I videoed, uh, I used to go down to my, my driveway at my parents' house was like slanted mm-hmm. that you couldn't have a hoop. They didn't have the rollout hoops like they do now.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So a neighbor buddy of mine, a guy named Garrett Phipps lived down at the end of the street. He's actually one of my brother's friend. He's older than me. He had a flat driveway. So I used to come out of my house and my mom had some uh, birds of paradise plants. Mm-hmm. I'd slap them fives like I was getting introduced. Yeah, I'd run, I'd dribble the ball down and then I'd play like imaginary games at this dude's house. And I would announce, and I would either be Brent Musburger or this is how Would right? I would do all the different voices I heard. And then um, we would go back to New York in the summer mm-hmm. for like two weeks. And when we were in the city, my dad would listen to I Miss in the Morning and then Mike and Mike in the Afternoon. Uh, Mike and the Dog, excuse me. Mike and Mike and the Mad Dog in the Afternoon. And between his passion for that, um, then Jim Rome was big, but he was on at night when I was in high school. And then there's a guy named Lee Hacksaw Hamilton, who was on um, uh, Mighty 690. My dad listened religiously. And then you know, I mean, Dick Vitale, and oh, I used to love the Big East, and you talk <laughs> yeah, about yeah. Jim Beheim and Jim Calhoun. I'd come home on a on a Monday, and Big Monday Beyond, and Jim Calhoun, and, Jim, and John Thompson. And you, I don't know. I fell in love with uh, sports, college hoop, and uh, the possibility of being a broadcaster. It wasn't really the plan, mm-hmm. but it was. I kind of had a three pronged plan, right? Play till my legs fell off try and make the league, and then either coach or do broadcasting. Broadcasting just kind of happen.
0: Yeah, that's good, man. But, like, um, for me, man, who inspired me? The Stephen A. Smith, the Skate Baylesses and all that. And um, I started this channel a long time ago, 2015, you know. Um, I just started as a just, like, with friends and my family. Like, you need to go after it, man. You're very talented what you do. And I, my first ever guest was uh, Peter Vesey, you know. Peter of course,
1: Dixon. and when he was, he was New York Post and he's NBC, yeah. and uh, I mean, he, he was Woj before there was Woj in terms of breaking NBA, stage. yeah,
0: he was. And also, uh, that was my first ever show, and he told me straight up, terrible show. and I learned from that each and every day. I had the likes of Dwight Howard on my show, Josh Powell, um, Robert Ory, Byron Scott. So, this journey that I'm on, man, is tremendous, you know, cool. And uh, yeah, man, we'll go get into some, some Lakers talk, man. Uh, how do you think the Lakers gonna do this year, and do you think they're gonna trade Russ Westbrook? And all that stuff, man. What's your thoughts about the Lakers? I, I don't going think the they're season? gonna
1: trade him initially. Um, look, if they have LeBron and AD, they'll be all right, you know. And 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 Russ, they'll be okay. I mean, they'll be. What you have to understand is they'll be better than last year if those guys are healthy. But the West is stacked, mm-hmm. I and mean, I think the Clippers might be the second or the best team. Mm-hmm. Warriors are right there. I think we may have forgotten when the Lakers won in the bubble, the best player in the bubble was probably Jamal Murray. Mm-hmm. He was unbelievable. He's back for the Nuggets. Um, I think Dallas has a chance to be better. I think Minnesota is better. I think New Orleans is really good. Phoenix is good. So I think they're in that second tier of West Western playoff teams. Below that a Golden State, the Clippers, the Suns, uh, and I think Denver. You know, they're like in that. Three, four by four to seven or eight variety. Um, the issue is LeBron's older, so there's an injury risk. LeBron's older, so you're not going to play him every night. Anthony Davis has been hurt all the time. Mm-hmm. So we're projecting best case scenario. And then we have no idea how they respond to Darvin Ham. I've been told basically Darvin loves what uh, Mike Bootenholzer coaches, and you like how the Bucks play, that's how they're going to play. And there's a lot more to it than just they give it to Giannis and the space out and he drives and scores. But look, I I think it's going to be a little, there'll be some great performances early because one thing Darvin Hamill, I think as a former player, be able to get out of them is effort defensively. But, you know, I still don't love, you know, like you have three point guards now. Schroeder, they got at a discount. And... All accounts are he had a great summer with Germany, great attitude, and maybe now he's like I'm only making two and a half million. I gotta bring I gotta bring it every day. Yes. Um, I don't mind the the Patrick Beverly. He fits, plays off the ball. You can't play those guys really together. It's hard with Russell Westbrook. Maybe some in the regular season. Um, I just I don't know if they have the shooting. I don't know if they have the depth, um, but they do have LeBron, and I think they'll be okay think they're a playoff. I don't love them. And I do think that if his style and system doesn't work after a month, LeBron will go back to, Oh, that's cute. Just give me the ball space out. We'll play my way. So that's the big kind of thing to look for.
0: Yeah. Most definitely, man. And, uh, the West is stacked, but the Clippers, can we count on them to stay healthy? You're in and you out. It's a good point. If You're... I take,
1: if I'm going to say the Lakers are never healthy, then Paul George always hurt. Kawhi Leonard has yeah. been hurt the last couple yep. of years too. Yep.
0: And, uh, they, I, we have to count on them to stay healthy. They have this expectation. Every the Clippers, they fold on the pressure. The Phoenix Suns, we don't know what really what they are because the whole thing that's going on with their owner, They that might be a turmoil. You know, might cause some friction over there. I don't think that matters. He's not around the team. They, the
1: check's still clear. My, my question for them is, did Chris Ball get old right before our eyes because his production dropped dramatically in the playoffs? Mm. So that's the big question. And, and they they brought back DeAndre, who's making a bunch of money, but nobody seems to be terribly excited about. Him. Yeah, DeAndre
0: is a very talented, big man. It's, it's going to be a good season for them. But also the West, you got Denver, you got even like um, the Pelicans. The Pelicans are up and coming. So, Zion Williamson's healthy. Brandon Ingram, you got very good talent mm-hmm. over there. So it's going to be interesting to see what they do. But as far as my Lakers, I agree with you. I feel like the the point guard situation, they got to take care of that. They got to get rid of one of them. And I feel like longer it keeps going, I feel like Westbrook's going to be Laker, but Patrick Beverly's going to bring that toughness to the team, that desire, that hustle. I just feel like he's going to bring that. You know how people in Minnesota label the towns as soft, you know, not inject. you know, now Patrick Beverly went over the last year. Now you saw quarantine towns be more physical. Anthony Edwards, you saw that toughness rub off on the players. So I feel like it's going to do that. But I just feel like Lakers, are, when you have LeBron, Anthony Davis, and shooters, you know, like you got – um Austin Reeves, we got Damon Jones. You know what I mean. So I feel like Lakers are gonna do fine, and I just feel like we're gonna be in that middle of the pack. And if LeBron, you can take any chances, but like I just people in the comment section, man, how do you feel like Lakers are gonna do in a, this year, man? Put them in the comment section down below. But I just feel like Lakers are gonna hear they hear the noise, they hear it every day. So I feel like they're gonna be motivated, and I feel like we're gonna prove a lot of people wrong this year. My personal opinion. Well, I don't, I don't. Yeah, i
1: don't know so by proving them wrong what are they going to prove them wrong with if we would we kind of agree their uh middle-of-the-pack playoff team
0: like prove wrong prove as far as like doubters you know like it's not going to work with russ westbrook it's not going to they're not going to be able to work and then they prove everybody wrong yeah, i thought like it's going to work i don't
1: i mean so so here's something to look for so so milwaukee's system yeah I mean, which they run a lot of there's some they run some sets, but a lot of space for guys. They they'll put anybody in the dunker. The dunker is, and I know you know this. It's you take where the block is. It's below the level of the backboard, so you're kind of mm-hmm. close to the the baseline. They call it the dunker because guys at that level, the college level and above, it's just like two steps outside the lane below the. But if you drop off pass to them, they can step in and dunk.
0: Mm-hmm. But what it
1: does is it, it opens up the lane, flattens out the defense. So, in theory, you can play Russell in the dunker. Mm-hmm. Well, they tied that last year. Yeah. He didn't like playing the dunker. He didn't want to ball screens. Now, they want him to stay in the corner because he, he, he shot 43% on corner threes. But, you know, I, Russell Westbrook has played with the ball in his hands for 15 years in the pros, and – or in 10 years, whatever. He's been the MVP of the league. He's average triple-double. Hey, dude, we want you to play with the ball out of your hands. That's a hard one. So I think there'll be a lot of time with the second unit. Um, he's going to have to defend a whole lot better. His shot selection is going to have to get better. And we'll see. But I, it, it's a hard it's a hard one at the end of your career to go, hey, I'm going to be a completely different guy when you played one way your whole life.
0: Yeah, most definitely, man. And, I, and at the end of the day I see this report to the Lakers, Considering moving Russell Westbrook to the bench, I don't think that's going to work. Russell Westbrook has a 47 million dollar contract. His ego is going to get in the way. I'm just keeping it real. You know, I don't feel like Russell Westbrook is going to be like, okay. I'm going to go to the bench and let Dennis shooter start. You know what I mean? I feel like Westbrook is going to be like, I'm going to starter. You know, and I just feel like uh, the only player that uh, the only coach I feel like it's, it's get... crazy
1: though because like, yeah, if you could, if I just always feel like like look if he had really thought about it, Jamal Crawford was able to play like. Six, seven extra years because he was sixth man. When mm-hmm. you're a sixth man, all right, you don't get introduced. But guess what? You get to go against backups, right? It is different. There's guys that are backups yeah. for a reason. So uh I'm, I'm surprised because Russell's a bright guy, but I do think, like you said, your ego can get in the way sometimes.
0: Yeah, most definitely. And I, you, I feel like the only player, the only coach that can get on the same page with him is Darvin Ham. But I don't think Darvin Ham can. Say so go to the bench, but Westbrook. I make 47 million. I ain't gonna go to the bench. Come on now. Like, I feel like his eagles gonna get in the way. And I'm just keeping it real, you know. And that, that's the one thing that I have a hard time with, Westbrook, going to the bench. Uh, he's gonna be a starter. We're gonna have Dennis Schroeder off the bench, and um, all the guards that we got, even Kendrick Nunn, too. So we're gonna have to figure out does Kendrick Nunn get traded, you know? And I feel like we are gonna get rid of one of them. We got to. We can't go into the season with four guards, you know what I mean. Yeah, I mean, you, you do need more ball handlers. Uh, we haven't seen
1: Kendrick Dunn play at all. Nope. Like, it's weird. Like, you know, he has, Russell has his house up for sale, um, but I, when they try, I believe I think they're going to give it a chance to survive, and then, you know, if they can move him because he's an expiring
0: contract, maybe then they move him. Yeah, most definitely, man. And just the whole I'll shout, out Michael, my boy, Michael Money Mike. He does this podcast too. He said trade LeBron. Money Mike, come on, man. We ain't gonna trade LeBron. If we do that, we're going to the rebuild. But, uh, yeah, man, uh, like, give us your top five greatest uh, players of all time in your opinion. NBA players of all time? So funny. I had this
1: conversation with my my son and his trainer, mm-hmm. who's a young cat. Um, I said, like, look, I wouldn't put Kobe in there. I thought Kobe was awesome. But you know, this is what I don't do is I don't do Wilt. I'm not going to put Kareem, Mm -hmm. uh, even though I saw Kareem with the Lakers. I'm old enough to see Kareem with the Lakers. Uh, You know, I'm not going to put Jerry West or Bill Russell. But I I think you know, in terms of modern era players, you got to have the 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 three you have to have from the '80s and '90s. You got to have Jordan. You got to have Magic. You got to have Bird. Start there. Mm -hmm. Then you throw in LeBron. Okay, and then. Who's the fifth? Is it Shaq um, and his overall level of dominance? Uh, is it Tim Duncan? Do you put Kobe in there? Do you put Kevin Durant in there? Do you put Steph Curry in there? Um, personally, I mean, yeah. and I think I think Kawhi Leonard's actually in that conversation. Uh, but I would put Kevin Durant in there.
0: Mm-hmm. He's been the
1: best scorer in the league for the last decade. He's a two-time finals MVP, and... Um, he's been the league's MVP, so I, I think people, because of recency bias, we forget that we, we make we, we make uh, Golden State out to be such a super team because they won seventy three games the year before he got there. Mm-hmm. But we, we don't value uh, we don't really validate a team based upon the regular season wins ever, mm-hmm. ever. It's what you do in the postseason? Um, they were a great team, but so were the Cavs, right? The Cavs had LeBron. The Cavs had Kevin Love, who was a perennial All Star. Cavs mm-hmm. had Kyrie Irving, yeah. you know, the first uh, first time they 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 played against each other. So, mm-hmm. um, and then you had a Tristan Thompson, who was their their role player. He's not as good as Draymond Green, but he's a star in his role. So it was mm-hmm. more of a fair fight than people want to lead you to believe. And Durant was the best player in that series. He guarded LeBron. LeBron did not play well in the second half of those that series, and Kevin Durant did. So I would do Kevin Durant. Um, and this is not disrespectful to Kobe. Kobe was great but it's hard to tell the, the the Kobe claim to fame is he won two titles without Shaq that's that's, that's a hard one to that would put him ahead of uh, of KD um buddy but the first three were with Shaq and Shaq was an absolute dominant interior player the likes of which we haven't seen before or haven't seen since so that does kind of detract from him. So I'll go it, K, KD, but I'm willing to say that like that next class, you still have, you have Tim Duncan's right there, Shaq's right there, Kobe's right there, KD as I put in is right there. Like, like you put Jason Kidd in there as well. Like, there's some, there's a, just a bunch of dudes that are right there. And, and this is the modern
0: era of yeah. the NBA. Yeah, I agree with you on all the fronts, but Kobe's in my top five, man. You know, just like no his hustle, like you know, I know he won two titles without Shaq, you know, and. <laughs> you know I liked his demeanor on the court you know his to move fire for the game and he in the I think it was the 2000 finals he got shot got fired out Kobe Bryant took over the game you know if Kobe didn't do that who knows what would have happened you know everybody talking about oh Shaq or Kobe need Shaq. what about Shaq needed Kobe you know what I mean vice versa you know you can't win in this league without but you can't do it by yourself you know look at Michael Jordan he he needed help to win championships too you know yeah. what I mean yeah. With, with Bill, Russell, R. I. P. But Russell. Nobody's done it
1: by himself. Nobody's yeah, ever done it him. by
0: himself. You know what I mean? So, it is what it is at this point. But we got questions for for you. This is from Blue Magic. Does the season roster make less sense than Mr.
1: than last yes. year's roster? Yeah. I, I last year they were just too old. It didn't make any sense, you know. Maybe. And the league has gone pretty young. Um, and athletic and versatile and it just, it didn't, you know, I, I have, I have friends in that organization and I lost a pretty good one, um, because I, I didn't kill him. I was just like, I don't get what you're doing. I was live on the radio when they were adding all those dudes and they signed Russ Westbrook. I was like a trade for Russ Westbrook. I I don't get, I don't get why you're, because it was such a good defensive team.
0: Yeah.
1: And when you add age, you're not gonna be as good defensively and you're more likely to get hurt. And what, what do you think happened? so uh i didn't like the roster i i think they've done a nice job of band-aiding it Mm -hmm. but it's not a great roster i mean they got rid of a lot of the old pieces um but it's still there's there's still a lot of band-aids on there it doesn't feel like a championship roster
0: yeah um i like like for me the roster I feel like they got better athleticism wise they got thomas bryant damon jones Kendrick Nunn back, we'll see what he does all streams. We got a couple guys that are athletic, but I agree with what you're saying. You know, the roster didn't do good last season. And I just feel like, I'm going to keep it real, man. I just feel like ever since Anthony Davis and Dwight got into a little scuffle on the sideline, I feel like that was a set of the tempo of the season.
1: That, that, that's fair. And I think Frank was non-confrontational. Mm-mm. And I don't know if that – and that's probably part of it is he wasn't an NBA mm-hmm. player. He wasn't the size of a Darwin Ham, whereas Darwin Ham is more of a confrontational guy. The the, uh, the other part to it is Frank is a was a very prepared coach, yeah. and I think that one of the things he did <clears throat> to win over uh, LeBron was impress him with his level of preparedness. You know, like LeBron loves that stuff, mm-hmm. and
0: um, so oh, cut out, guys, technical difficulties. But yeah, he was talking, it cut out, um, we're getting back in here. But yeah, man, um, Doug Gottlieb from at Fox Sports Radio, we're going to get him back in here, something happened, uh connection went out, but but yeah, man, it's, uh, let me see here, let's see here, something again, but yeah, man, just, I agree with him 100%, and let me see if we got questions before we get in. Giannis did by himself. I don't know. I uh, no, he had Chris Middleton, Drew Holiday, Brooke Lopez. You know what I mean? Um, it's unfortunate. You know, people say that Giannis did it by himself. You know, and it is what it is. You know? <laughs> he said Kobe kicked him out. That's funny. That's funny. <laughs> no, it's all good, man. Shout out to the Lakers for uh, World Order, man. Kobe, Kobe kicked you out. <laughs> oh kobe kicked me out yeah from up it's above all good, yeah, it's all good man
1: what um, i liked about what i liked about kobe was, kobe was kobe was i mean he used to guard right i can't take yeah. these dudes that that are one only play one end of the court mm-hmm. um but we we got to remember like kobe was not an easy cat to get along with no. and he had you know in phoenix he wouldn't shoot you know he threw some fits uh but i don't even hold that against him like yeah. I, I Like, I think Kobe's great in order to be the, the <clears throat> in that top five list. Like, how many years was Kobe Bryant the best player in the NBA? I don't know the answer to that. I think it's in the one variety. You know, he was in the conversation some other times. Mm-hmm. I think Kevin Durant has been the best. He was the best player in the league last year until he got hurt. Um, he's been the best player several times over. So mm-hmm. I, I think that would be my argument against him. Um, And that's honestly like, if we're doing accomplishments, then we'd have to keep Tim Duncan in there because Tim Duncan's won a ton and put up a a bunch. And, you know, Michael, like Kobe took every challenge. They all take every challenge. Yeah. You're not an all time great if you don't take every challenge. Yeah. You know? And it's hard to quantify, like, well, what do you do with Steph Curry? Guy's an unbelievable shooter, Mm -hmm. good passer. He's become a decent defender and he just completely changed the game because you have to guard him as soon as he crosses midcourt. Would I rather have him than Kobe? No, I'd rather have Kobe, but I, mm-hmm. but there's a level of effectiveness to how he, what he does and efficiency offensively that Kobe never had like Kobe shoot a bad percentage, take bad shots. I, I remember going to an NBA game and I was just marveling it. I had, I had just finished playing maybe a couple years before and I was just wowing the whole, and he wasn't having a great game. And the people out with were like, well, what are you wowing about? It's like, Kobe never gets an easy shot. Like every shot is. Off balance, contested, double team, fade away. He never guessed it's just a catch and shoot jump shot. Whack, whack. And yet he's able to go get buckets. So there is, please don't think it's disrespectful. Like we're talking the history of the NBA or modern history since, you know, like 85. Mm-hmm. Right. We haven't talked Isaiah Thomas. He's in the conversation. Thomas Those is guy, Thomas. you know, back to back championships. Mm-hmm. He was a bucket. But I think Kobe's right there with that list.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you know, Kobe Bryant's. You know, more of my, to me, my favorite player of all time. You know, people got Michael Jordan, Tim Dung, people have all the opinions, man. But at the end of the day, Kobe Bryant, you know, will be missed, you know, and it's unfortunate. I thought Kobe, Kobe Bryant was still here and he saw this mess with this roster. Kobe would keep it around and say, get rid of it, get rid of these people, you know?
1: Yeah. I mean, I, you know, Kobe it's hard because around. he was so, he was so close around. to Palinka. Yeah. You know, Palinka's his guy. Um, they were best friends. And, mm-hmm. You know, uh, yeah, I, there's just a lot of things that that I think we don't even know. We won't know until, um, you know, five years after LeBron's done playing, which how much did Clutch say, hey, you got to have these guys. I mean, they had half the guys were Clutch guys.
0: Mm-hmm. You
1: know, I do, I do think that Palinka made a couple mistakes. I thought Contavious Caldwell-Pope became a really important player. Yes. And they shouldn't let Caruso go.
0: Mm-hmm
1: um and you know the, the the team a couple years ago the players and I think clutch really wanted them to trade for Kyle Lowry they didn't then of course you know lebron gets it was lebron who got hurt uh got hurt against the suns anthony um, davis anthony davis got hurt against the suns and they collapsed yep. and I think a lot of those guys think hey if we had Kyle Lowry we would have survived the Suns series we we're better than the suns yeah. or we would have had a better seed none of this would have happened mm-hmm. but they were getting Buddy Heal. That was happening. Yeah. And whether it's LeBron or a clutch, said, hey, we want – it was LeBron, really. We want Russell Westbrook. Mm-hmm. And that was a disaster. So I think the blame falls on equal parts, and it's a mess. I don't think you can fix it this mm-hmm. year. I think you can fix it next year because Westbrook comes off the books and Pat Bev comes off the books. Mm-hmm. Um, But I don't know how much LeBron's going to – I don't know what LeBron looks like at the end of two more seasons. Yeah, that's a hard one. And if Anthony Davis can stay healthy. Suppose the Anthony Davis is finally working out in shape, really works in shooting. But we'll see. We'll see.
0: Yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. But LeBron did make those decisions to get Russell Westbrook now. He has to live with it. And just, you know, it is what it is, you know. And Absolutely. We got to put on our big boy pants and get the season on. But we're going to switch over to the L.A. Charger talk, man. So give it, like, the Chargers, man – how do you feel like they're going to do this year with the rusher? And how do you feel like they can get the attention from LA fans? You know, win. we we'll just win. Win. Okay. They got
1: great uniforms. They got a great quarterback. I think they got a really good coach. They got Derwin James, as good a football player you're ever going to find. Yes, he is. Khalil Mack is a great football player. Um, Keenan, They got to get Keenan Allen healthy. They got to get, get Justin Herbert healthy. He's got the cracked, uh, cracked cartilage in his ribs. Uh, but, you know, look. LA is now different than any other city. You got to win. And you start winning, and people will follow you. And I, I think people like Herbert. People like their team. Everybody likes your uniforms. So you, you're going to have to win for a while in order to. Um, I, I think they're very good. You know, I thought they were the better team than the Chiefs, but they, they couldn't close. So, you know, that's, you got to get to the, got to find a way to win. Look, they got Jacksonville this weekend. Jacksonville's tough, man. They're not bad. Yeah. These are the games in which the Chargers. Allow another team to hang around and in years past get beat. So we'll see. I think they're very good. I think they're the um they're 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 not the bills, but they're just behind the bills in terms of overall talent. Um and they're right there, you know. I think they're better than the Chiefs. So we'll see. They 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 have to change that mentality. It's it's like
0: Yeah. Change the mentality. Mm-hmm. have to change the mentality. I get it. Um, As far as the Chargers, um, you know, they
1: they just got to change that mentality. And and the mentality of is something going to go wrong or something going to go right at the end of a game? And that, that only comes from winning. You can't talk about that. You can't, you know, you can visualize it, but it only really happens when you win a bunch of those close games and you figure out a way to win. And then, it changes because right now you go to charger games, you go to the Ra- Raiders game to start the year. You go to you're watching it Thursday night or you're watching this weekend. The second it gets close, you're like, ah, right, here we go, charger, something stupid. They're going to lose. Everybody does because they have. Yep. So you have to change
0: that mentality. The only way to do it is to win. Yeah, most definitely. You know, as far as my charge that game on Thursday night, once the, the tight end said, I'm out, like, give me out, it's called timeout. Yeah, Tom? I don't
1: know why they I mean I think they wanted to go I, tempo because he had a mismatch, he had the two previous catches. Yeah. My thing is like, look, Gerald Everett, I get it, you're tired. Yeah. But like, bro, you got to give some effort during that play. Yeah. You got to yeah. run the route, give effort. Nobody has died from exhaustion playing in an NFL game ever. It's not happened. You know, it's not like you're out in the heat, you know, it's nighttime in Kansas City, you're you're huffing and puffing. I get it, you're tired. Yeah. I don't think they should have gone tempo. I think they should have gotten the ball to ask Neckler, but they chose not to. You're on the field. you got to make a play. So that, that's a 14-point swing. 14-point swing right there.
0: Yeah, most definitely. Like what I saw from the charge down the stretch, I saw execution, but I got nursed from that two-minute mark. I'm like, oh, are we going to pull? I thought to myself, please don't mess up. Sure enough, boom, it's just year in and year out with this charge. That's why I have, like I have high expectations, but it's just – Preparation, they get hyped up with talent and then they fold under pressure. But the Phillip Rivers there, same thing. They went fourteen and two, lost to the Jets, you know? Or lost the to the uh, Patriots. Yeah, Patriots that You know, it's just like And they fired I, the coach. Yes, I remember that. That's and true. I was like, I'm getting to the point of like we, we just can't get it done when we manage the most, you know. And
1: yeah, well that's I mean, fans mentality is a reaction of what's happened on the football field. So they have to flip that. Yep. And once they do, it's a hard thing. That's the hardest thing to flip is learning how to win. You know, ask anybody who's who's played in the sport. It's like learning how to win, and uh, it a lot of it is just a mentality of belief. And then, as you point out, you know, fundamentals are the fundamentals. You know, in basketball, you can't turn it over. You got to get stops. Got to take good shots. In football, no penalties. Stop the run. They've improved the personnel in terms of uh, the style of how they want to play.
0: But the, you just the stupid stuff has to go. Yeah, most definitely the the miss tackling just when you're up big, lack of Jacksonville is not an easy team. It's gonna be a tough battle defense to there for Jacksonville. Justin Herbert hopefully he comes back came down. And I feel like if we have the right we have the right pieces, we have a great coach, you know Brad Staley. I feel like if we can get over the hump, I feel like we could do it. But just the, you got the Bills, Chiefs, you know you've got even the Dolphins are on the come up, you know. So we'll see what happens with this team, man. But one more question before we get up on here. see here was my question what kind of advice can you give me on this youtube podcast journey um
1: i mean i think there's a lot i would say and i don't know if you know one is you got to prepare two is you gotta um uh, you gotta watch it and take some notes and things that you like things you don't like it's just like game tape
0: Mm.
1: um i think Uh, when you, when you ask questions, you got to make sure, and you're doing a good job. You're listening. A lot of times what happens is when you're doing it and you don't know somebody, you know, the questions you want to ask and you're, you're thinking about the next question. You can't do it. It has to be like an organic conversation in which you then work in what you want to talk about next. But I mean, look, if you have something to say, you got your own channel, say it. (laughs) And then if you don't like it, take it down, redo it say it again and figure out how you want to look, how you want to present yourself. That's the beauty to what you're creating is you control your own destiny. You know, when, when I was at ESPN, I, I just remember like, so oftentimes we'd be in a pre-show meeting and they're like, why don't you say this? Like, well, cause I don't think that, well, what you're thinking is this like, no, that's not what I'm thinking. This was so, uh, or the topics. sometimes you don't get to pick them. Um, but you know, find something you're passionate about, but also something that people are gonna be passionate about. And have an opinion, make sure it's clear and concise what you want to say. Be willing to take feedback, watch it. Um, when you interview people, listen to them and then wrap up with an opinion. And maybe your opinion changes while you're recording the show, maybe it comes stronger. Bookend your show with a pin with your own personal opinion, your own personal thoughts on whatever you want to talk about. If you have a guest, um, and I think you'll do great. You just got to keep – it's it's a reps thing, right? No one ever became a great shooter by thinking they're a great shooter. You got to get out and in the driveway. Yeah. Same thing with recording this stuff.
0: Yeah, I appreciate the advice, man. And uh, go ahead and tell them, my followers where they can find you on your social media, man.
1: At uh, Gottlieb Show is the Twitter handle, the IG. Uh, the Doug
0: Gottlieb Show fan page is on Facebook. You can check me
1: out. iHeartRadio app is like the easiest. You can download my show. You can listen to me on Fox Sports Radio and FoxSportsRadio.com. I also have a, a podcast it's called All Ball. And what I do for that is it's more like uh, it's it's through basketball or through sports kind of how that molded you to who you are today. Some of it is current athletes and current coaches, whatever. But, like, the one I'm dropping tomorrow, so it's All Ball with Doug Gottlieb. He's a guy named Dane DeLegro. Dane I've known for nine years, ten years. He was a star center at New Hampshire, and he played overseas. And when he came back, when he retired, he needed to find some way to make money. And he was a stunt double or a body stand in for some dudes on some movies. And he was actually the stunt double for the new Predator movie. Oh, wow. And I think the, the, the guy who was the original, the guy, the guy was playing Predator. I don't know what happened, but he was gone from the movie and Dane becomes a Predator. So, like an iconic sci fi character, Dane D'Alegro just kind of falls into. And he was really, really good um so that story is all ball it's all ball with doug god you can download it that's kind of some of the stuff that we do and yeah you know, just like you like i have good shows i have bad shows i have things that i want to do better but it's a it's a fun ride to be able to walk into a room full of kids and ask them like how many of you guys like sports and they'll raise their hand how many guys talk about sports they'll raise their hand yep. how do you get paid to talk about sports and i got my hand out
0: yeah that's that's yeah. the cool part to it yeah man um uh... That's going to do it for Big Baby Sports Podcast, man. Thank you, Doug Gottlieb, for joining the show. Make sure you guys subscribe to the channel. Turn on post notifications for another brand-new episode of Big Baby Sports. Until then, let's have a good night. Peace like out, a Nation, Charger fans. Let's get it.